Hi, my name is Lisa and today I will be talking about a very relevant topic that parallels with what we're living through right now. And that topic is forced isolation or quarantine. We are going to be looking back in time into the story of an Irish woman who people have come to know as Typhoid Mary. I read this book about her case, which is written by Judith Walser, and in the next few minutes, I will be spending some time giving you a brief retelling of Mary's case from some of her words. So, get cozy, grab a blanket, get a snack, and get ready to get enlightened. So, this story is situated in the city of New York, in the homes of Charles Henry Warren in Long Island. The year was around 1906 when Mr. Warren decided to call the expert sanitary engineer George Slopper after six people in his household contracted typhoid fever. When George Slopper investigated the case of the outbreak, he pointed the blame towards a cook who had just left three weeks after the outbreak. Slopper identified this cook as Mary Mallon. He found that Mary had quite a list of previous jobs around New York and that many of the houses where she worked at had evidence of many more typhoid cases. So he found that even the two other houses Mary was working at after working at the Warren's house had also presented even more typhoid cases. It was this what pushed Supper to believe that the cause of the disease was Mary, and it led to the creation of what is known today as a healthy carrier. So what is a healthy carrier? Today, we define a healthy carrier as someone who has been infected with a pathogen that shows no signs of disease. This term at the time, however, was unknown to everyone and many people did not understand how their bodies could store pathogens that were dangerous to others and to themselves but still did not affect them in any way. After Sopper found out that Mary was the one transmitting the disease, he proceeded to look for her. Sopper showed up unadvised to the residence where Mary was currently working to tell her that he needed her to give him samples of her feces, urine, and blood. Malin, of course, was very thrown off by the bluntness of his visit and immediately kicked him out of the house. Yet, Sopper did not stop there. He reappeared again to the house Mary was working at except this time he took a medical colleague with him, but he was unsuccessful and Mary did not comply with his request. So after this, Supper decided to take the case further and went to the New York City's health department where he presented the evidence he got gathered on Mary and this way he was able to convince the health department to give him permission to take Mary by force. So, this time around, they sent Dr. Baker, a woman who they thought could convince Mary to comply. 
When Dr. Baker presented to the house Mary was working at, she unfortunately still met a non-compliant Mary. So Dr. Baker went along and called the police who took Mary by force and put her under isolation at Riverside Hospital. After two years of being incarcerated in this place, Mary sued the health department in 1909. Mary argued that she was healthy and that she always had been healthy. There was no signs of her having typhoid fever and that she could not be guilty of spreading this disease at her previous workplaces. Still, the judge did not take her plea and sent Mary back to isolation. Another year passed and a health commissioner was able to give Mary back her freedom under the promise that she would never go again. But it was hard for Mary to do because this was her only source of income and it was the only thing she was good at. So after a few years, she was found cooking in a maternity hospital and was sent right back to forced isolation. But this time it was for real. She lived the rest of her life in that Long Island hospital by herself in an amount of time that totaled 26 years of isolation. She was isolated even after it was found that many of her urine tests were consistently coming out as negative. The law decided to overlook those tests even after Melan herself presented tests from another lab which also were showing the results as negative. It was later known that she was actually an intermittent carrier. What is that? That means that sometimes her feces did, did carry the pathogen, but other times it did not. Her legal proceeding, however, took no importance in the evidence that was presented by her. And it was also not known at the time what an intermittent carrier was. Instead, they decided to keep her locked away like a weird specimen in a hospital where every day they would pester her and use her as a sample for research. There was a complete disregard of her rights as an individual and many ethical principles were violated. Unfortunately, all it took as an explanation as to why health officials decided to forcibly isolate her was the declaration that she was carrying germs. There were many factors that also influenced the treatment that was given to Mary. One of them was the fact that she was a woman. Another one was that she was a domestic servant. She was also single and she was Irish. All of these factors took an important role in her isolation. Fact is that Mary was a woman and that instantly in that time made her more dangerous. In the public's eye, many women were involved in doing chores at home and that means cooking. And that's how the typhoid was, and that's how typhoid was mainly carried from person to person because it was spread through food. So in the eyes of everyone, 
she was very dangerous, but she became even more dangerous when she was known to work as a domestic worker. People like Sopper, who were part of the upper class, were used to blaming people like her for carrying germs into houses that were not their own. As well, Malin oftentimes was described by him as not being feminine enough because she was heavier, taller, and had a temper, and also her Irish descent took part into that. The fact that Mary was an immigrant did not help her. During the, this time in the United States, there was a constant fear to contamination from abroad, but also it was the place was filled with ethnic biases. Many news reporters would refer to Mary as the Irish woman, and other people who were carriers as well, and probably presented a greater amount of cases of Mary, were not scrutinized like she was in this way. So what is the reason behind this? Well, as an example in the book, we have the case of Lavella, who was also a carrier of the deceased, very similar to Mary, but he was a male, a wage earner, and a family source of income. Due to this, he was not condemned to the same fate that Mary was. The truth is that Mary's case is a sad one. She died by herself, being labeled by the world as typhoid Mary, and never understood her own condition. She never understood why she was at fault for the cases that she left behind, or why people were treating her the way that they were. truth is that Mary's case is a sad one. She died by herself, being labeled by the world as typhoid Mary. She died never understanding her own condition or how she was at fault with the outbreaks happening around her. She died thinking that people were after her and she had no escape from their persecution. Looking back at this, a question to ask ourselves is how would we have reacted if we were her? Does the government have the right to force us into isolation? Today, it is easier to imagine an answer to these questions as we are currently undergoing a pandemic due to the virus COVID-19. Before proceeding to answer these questions, I would like to just clarify that the possible outcomes I will be mentioning are going to be based off what I read on the articles uploaded on Time and Forbes. So, first in mind, I have the United States' response to COVID-19. As of now, the U.S. is not leading in being able to control the virus from spreading. In the article written by Time, the authors show us that as, that as states have begun to reopen, the outbreak has increased by sparingly high numbers. We have proven to be the country that continues to be unable to manage the situation. Why is this happening? There are several factors that have been identified among those are, according to Time, failure of political leadership, distrust of scientists and the media, 
as well as cultural values of individuality. The President Donald Trump was one of the main reasons as to why we were harmed so badly. He downplayed the threat of the virus many times. He refused to publicly appear with a mask. He encouraged many states to reopen and he picked information to present regarding our, our country to make it seem like it is in a better position than what it actually is in. Due to his resilience to follow advice to wear a mask, he has influenced many to follow his lead. And those are mainly Republicans. This is what also probably gave rise to the great amount of mask protests that have been going on today. Also inspired by the belief that Americans have the right to pursue freedom without any interference from the state. Forbes states that all around the U.S. there have been parents who have started a protest against their kids wearing a mask because they believe that masks are preventing their kids from being kids. Or there are also mask protesters that are claiming that coronavirus was made up to instigate fear so this is the reason why they should not be complying to wear masks. How different is this from a few years ago when the case of typhoid Mary happened? Mary was not giving a choice and there was a complete shutdown of her voice. Yet today people are not happy about simply wearing a mask in public areas. I guess we can say that we are able to understand Mary's lack of compliance now. And maybe we can conclude that we would have probably acted worse or exactly like how she did. In contrast, there are some countries who are not reacting exactly like we are. I am an international student who was born in Honduras, and I am currently living in the U.S. Due to this, I have most of my family living back in Honduras still, and they have kept me very updated about the situation there. Even though there is some resilience from the population to be out and not be forced into isolation, the government has made it a law and requirement to be at home at certain times of the day. People are being appointed days in which they can go out and leave their house and use their cars. Um, it depends on the day that they're assigned. It, the day that they're assigned depends on the last two numbers of their IDs. Still, there have been many people who have breached the rules under the excuse that Many do not have the money to take off work for that long, since their families do not have any food at the house or any money to live off. And that is totally understandable, as Honduras right now is one is part of one of those third world countries. Also, many people are very misinformed about the virus, and there is word going on around that exposure to the virus could grant immunity for life, just like with smallpox. The situation, we could say, resembles Typhoid Mary's case. Many people here are taken to jail against their will, 
when they are found roaming the streets when they should not be. Many do not fully understand the disease and many feel like they are not being heard by the government when they fight to stay outside their homes so they are able to provide food for themselves and money food and money for themselves and their family. So, I guess when we look at the two situations, we can definitely see parallels to the case of Typhoid Mary, but we can also see very different situations as what is like what is going on here in the United States. The answer to the questions that I post does truly stunned. Many of us do believe that we have the right, despite of being in the middle of a pandemic, to go out whenever we please, and we believe that no one should be forced into isolation. However, this way of thinking is new, since, as we have seen or heard back in the day, Typhoid Mary was still taken against her will and was still put in the hospital for many years until her death. And so with that, we have reached the end of this episode, and I hope you enjoyed it, and thank you for listening.